Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. We are designed to outlast every opposition, every form of depression, oppression, every form of adverse condition that the enemy will try to release against us. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says, God is faithful. Some of the God is faithful. We've been taught so much that if we don't have faith, God will not do anything for us. Now you know that I teach on faith. I want us to develop our faith, take the measure of faith to another level. But let me tell you this, God can still do something for you without your faith. And the angel said, Amen. Because I know that the people in the house, they are just meditating on it. It blessed me this morning when I read a devotion from a man of God that I do respect so much. And when we were reading the devotion, I said to first lady, you know, this is really a confirmation of what I have been trying. Man was saying that, uh, you know, it is very important that you build your faith and you strengthen your faith. But he said, don't depend on your faith because God will sometimes put you in a position to do something that you don't have enough faith to do so that you can depend on. And the man was sharing a story about a well-known, renowned pastor. If I mentioned his name, you probably will know. He was sharing the story of how that one of his pastor's wife was diagnosed with cancer condition in the womb and she had to have surgery. And the doctor that suggested that they probably will have to remove her womb if she was going to live. And he said, when I heard about it, I went to visit with this family. But he said, when I went there, I didn't feel faith. I didn't think that I had faith because conditions seemed to be overwhelming. I just decided that I was going to pray for this lady. So he just decided to pray and take authority over that condition. And he said, I did not feel anything. But he said, on the day that the surgery was going to take place, they went to the hospital and before the surgery was done, they did some more tests and a scan, and the doctors came out and they said, something has happened that we can't explain. The growth was completely gone. The woman was completely healed. And the man was saying that, you know, I wish I could tell you that it was my faith that healed this woman. It was just that. One thing he said that after he prayed, he had peace that that situation is taken care of. What he was trying to say is is that when you don't have faith, don't give up because God has faith and you can tap into God's faith. Still develop your faith, still build your faith, still read the word, still meditate on the word, but don't let anybody tell you that God will not help you unless you have a big faith. And of course, the man pointed out in the New Testament was only two people that Jesus commended for having big faith. The Syrophoenician woman and the centurion who said to Jesus, speak the word and my servant will be healed. The point is this, God is always full of faith. So when you drain, how many of you know that sometimes we leak? Uh, you know, sometimes our faith is not as big as it should be. But I'm so thankful that God is faithful. Some of the God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted with more than you can bear. But with the temptation, he will make make a way of escape. In other words, the word temptation does not necessarily mean a lure to sin. It's talking about pressure. It's talking about situations that you are tempted to give up. Don't you suppose they don't give up on your situation? Because it doesn't matter how severe that situation is. It doesn't matter the magnitude of that situation. If you don't have faith, God has faith, Dennis. And God has faith to do what you cannot do. If this is one thing that, the only thing that I can say tonight that you can take home, I believe 
believe that I would have done my job. I'm a man of faith. I teach faith. I have seen faith work. But I've also seen a lot of times when God did it, not by my faith, but by his faith. He will make a way of escape that you will be able to bear. Everything is designed before foundation. Can somebody say amen to that? Amen. So whatever you are facing now is not a surprise to God. It may be a surprise to you. But how many of you know that you were not just created as a random thing put here in case God needs? No, God already had a purpose. Then he had something that he wanted to do. Every state case that you build, everything that you produce in that company, God had already seen. He created you for it. Even when you were out there doing your own thing, never even thought that you would ever live to be 60 years old. God already saw you. Roland, you are not just in making because you want to be there. The purpose for which God created you is that he saw that position in making. You know, and that's why he created you. The point that I'm trying to make is that you are not just a random part in a shop that is just there in case the mechanic needs you. No, the mechanic brought that part into the shop because he already had something that he wanted to use. That's you that I'm talking about. You are not just a random part. God had something that he wanted to manifest in this world. That's why he created Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Remember when God met Jeremiah and called Jeremiah and said, I have got an assignment for you. Jeremiah said, no, you're talking to the wrong person. I can't speak. My family is not recognized. And God said to Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, he said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Joshua 7 said, before God formed me in my mother's womb, he knew me. Before you were born, I set you apart. In other words, God already set you apart before he created you. Appointed you, Terry, as a prophet to the nation. So this is not just an election. This is not democracy. This is theocracy. God did not just go around and ask for opinion of people and ask them to cast their votes. God is the only person that casts the votes. And if the whole world don't like it, that's their business. So this is not an election, this is an appointment. You say, well, I don't qualify. Yes, God knew that you weren't qualified. That's why he appointed you, so that you will be dependent upon him. Don't you know that architects don't wait till the pressure comes for them to decide the kind of beams that they would put in a building? They don't wait till the middle of the storm to check the force of the winds. They don't wait for the storms to come to design the structure. Everything in this building was calculated, designed, before this building was built, even before the foundation was poured, before the first concrete truck arrived this property, before the first hammer hit the first nail. Don't you know that in the same way before you were formed in your mother's womb? Is that what Jeremiah says? Your specs were carefully calculated from the day that you were born to the day that you're gonna die. Designed by God himself, your creator. You, Michael, you were carefully designed for what you are going to face. Let me let that sink. Ethel Stevens, you were carefully designed to what you were going to face. What you are facing now may be a surprise to you, but it's no surprise to God. God already saw this. And so when he decided your specs, he built into you whatever is going to handle what you are facing right now. 
He knew that you were the best person to take care of Eric and take care of yourself and take care of Dr. Stephen. Yeah. And when you remember, take care of your pastors. I said, no, but seriously, Terry, I want us to listen. You are not an accident. You are not a product of chance. You are not just where you are because you happen to be there. God carefully designed you to be right where you are today. So when you face big challenges, that means that you have got big beings that have already been built into you to handle the big challenge. You don't know what's in you until you get some weight on you. You don't know what you can handle until the pressure comes. So don't worry about tomorrow, what you are going to face, because God has already designed you to handle whatever is going to come tomorrow. So you can say to the enemy, bring it on, because many are I've got the God who will catch the bullet it reaches me. If you could look at the aspects, if you could see the plans that God has for you, you watching me right now, you would notice, first of all, that your beams are much bigger than what you need right now. They are bigger than the weights that you are carrying right now. So without knowing, you could think that God over designs you, putting in you things that you don't need. Don't say that. The truth is that God has new levels, some of the new levels. You thought that you were going to be a one-story house, not knowing that God designed you to be a skyscraper. The truth is that God has new levels that he plans to take you. And with that increase in height comes increase in weight. So God designed you, put the beams, put the foundation, put the structure to handle a, a skyscraper. You don't know what God is going to use you for until you get there. With that increase in height comes increase in weight. You are going to have more pressure due to the new height. Tell someone say, but don't worry because you are already designed to handle it, Michael. The good news is that it's not going to be pressure in a bad sense. This is going to be pressure that makes you stretch, pressure that will make you grow. This pressure will make you release your faith to attain the best. There is faith in you that you don't know is there, but that faith is going to be released when you get there. Just take one day at a time. Don't worry about how you're going to handle the beast, how you're going to handle that child, how you're going to handle your husband. Did I say that? Or how are you going to handle your wife? Just take one, turn to somebody and take one day at a time. This is positive pressure where you are going to discover that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens. Yes, right now you may be perplexed. You may be in despair. But I tell you this, that God has already wired you up to handle whatever you are facing now. Paul writes to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. Says, we are hard pressed on every side. Is there anybody here who has ever felt that they were hard pressed on every side but not crushed you are still here Touch yourself hey, that i've been hard pressed on every side but i'm still here perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not abandoned struck down but not destroyed you may be down but you are not out yes you can handle things that you never thought you could. I'm so glad that God doesn't reveal to me everything that I'm going to face because then I would not be able to handle it. That's why just tell somebody, tell somebody, say, take one day at a time. Touch yourself and say, I'm going to take one day at a time. I'm not going to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow is already being taken care of. You can handle them, not by your strength. Whatever you are going to be facing today, tomorrow, the next five years, you can handle them, not by your strength, but by His grace. That's the reason for the extra size 
size of the bee. Whether you do believe it or not, you can handle all the pressure that you feel right now. Because if God knew you wouldn't be able to handle it, he would not have allowed it. Paul writes to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. Says, you know, remember, remember when Paul had this situation and he prayed three times. And when he prayed three times, the situation was still there, did not move. And he was wondering God was going on. God said to Paul, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. God was saying to Paul, I want you to know that when you can't handle it, I can handle it. When you are weak, then I am strong. You know, when I look back on my life, I see some critical points where I could easily have been overwhelmed, when I could have given up. But by the grace of God, I did not. It wasn't me. It was just by the grace of God. I think about a few, a number of years ago, when my wife was so sick that she was despaired and one night she said to me, I'm ready to go. And I said, no, you're not going. She said, this is where this is, this is where this is. I said, no, you're not going. That was not me. That was something that was built in me that I did not even know. I think about in 2015 when I was diagnosed with the prostate cancer, that was a, a time that I could have given up. I think of the time that the ministry was falsely accused and sued by somebody who said that we were negligent. For about five years or so, we, 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 we had this lawsuit hanging over we did not share it with everybody. You know, they, 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 they took it to one court and they dismissed it and they took it to another court, they dismissed it. They took it all the way to Georgia Supreme Court. I mean, can you imagine that hanging over your head? So now, when I think about any legal situation, it is very minuscule compared to this situation. But look at Jesus, I'm still here. Every time we felt uncomfortable, we could have been discouraged and given up. But we discovered not that the pressure went away, but we discovered that we could handle more pressure. Touch yourself and say, I can handle more pressure because you are designed to outlast everything that's coming against you. We discovered that we were designed to carry more weight. Touch yourself and say, I was designed to carry more weight. If you don't face the pressure, you will never know who you really are. May I say that again? It is the pressure that reveals what is the inside of you. And the higher you go, the more the pressure will be. George Myers put it this way. He says, the higher the level, the bigger the devil. But the good news is that you have the beams to handle it. Touch yourself again and say, I have the beams to handle every form of pressure. When they add another level, the architect is not just go, go, going to go back and redesign the building. It already designed the building to handle the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the twelfth floor. The foundation was prepared for it. The beams were prepared for it. At some point, that pressure that you are feeling now will subside and you will see that you are stronger than you think. Let me say that again. Some of you don't know, but you are stronger than you think because you were designed to handle what you are facing now. Some of the things that overwhelmed you 10 years ago, you can look back now and say, like me, it's no big deal. I can handle it. That trouble at work almost gave you a nervous breakdown, but you came through it, didn't you? Now, such things don't bother you anymore. It's not so much that God changed the circumstances. Listen, it is that God employed the circumstances change. He used the circumstances to reveal to you who you are. How many of you would like to know who you are? Then get ready for the praise. You thought that you would always be at five stores. You better get ready. There's a skyscraper in you. Amen.
There are new levels that you don't even know. There are new mountains for you to climb, new giants for you to conquer. Yes, there are new skills that you are going to learn. Don't you know that with the new levels comes new opposition? Paul wrote to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. He says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. Touch your hands, I'm not going to lose heart. No, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to faint. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. With the new height comes new opposition. More weights, more pressure, but don't let it overwhelm you. Instead, let it inspire you. So when new pressure comes, tell yourself, I know that God is about to promote me. When new pressure comes, all that it means is that God is about to add another floor. He's about to take you to a higher level of growth. Well, Pastor George, I didn't have a good childhood. Nobody was there to encourage me, to cheer me on or prepare me for this. That's wrong. Because when they the architect designed you. He saw your end from the beginning and he built into the design everything that you will need. It is true that you did not have the same background like everybody else. And that wasn't fair. But you have the beams to handle whatever you are facing now. You have these that were designed and built to rise above everything. To cause you to rise above. Somebody said, I'm rising above what I'm facing now. That background did not stop your future. It didn't, you know, even your background was carefully designed for what God has called you to do. Is anybody still here with me? Your background, the things that happened to you, God may not necessarily have initiated it, but he saw it coming. The rape, the, 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 the misuse, whatever. God saw it. Why did God not stop it? Because the fact is that God wanted to show the devil that he will never have the last thing in your life. He will never have the last say in your life. It could have been easy for God to stop it. But look at what God has done with your life. The enemy is saying to you, I should not have messed with that girl. I should not have messed with that boy. I should have left them alone. Look at what they have become. I was going to destroy them. Not even knowing that I was going to rebuild them. That background did not stop your future. It prepared you for it. Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, do not fear. Somebody say, I'm not going to fear. For God is with me. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you, hold you up with my victorious right hand. God is going to give you victory even in this mess. God knows how to turn a mess into a message. He knows how to turn a mess into a miracle. Well, Pastor Josh, I came down with this illness. I'm not so, I, I'm so overwhelmed. But God says, don't be afraid. I am with you. Take hold of my strength. Let me say this, my friend. Don't be overwhelmed by what you see. Don't be overwhelmed by what you see. Because what you see may be a surprise to you, but it's not a surprise. God. He saw it coming and has prayed. How many times will I have to tell you, watching me and you in the house, that God saw this coming? He wired you up. He prepared you. He designed you for everything that you are facing right now. He saw it coming and has prepared you for it. He wouldn't have allowed it if he knew you couldn't bear it. Since he allowed it, that means that you are well able. Somebody say, I'm well able to handle it. Now, all through the day, you need to take hold of God's strength. All through the day, you need to be able to say, Father. Somebody say, Father. 
Thank you that I am strong in you and in your power. Thank you that you are fighting my battles. Thank you that you are being for me. And because you are there for me, it's more than the whole world coming against me. The Apostle Paul faced all kinds of unfair situations. Three times he was beaten with rods. Several times he was put in prison without any trial. He was shipwrecked. He spent the night on the open sea. He was beaten by a poisonous snake. Paul could have collapsed under all the pressure. But you know why he did not collapse? Because he was designed for those types of situations. He could have collapsed, <coughs> excuse me, under the pressure. He could have lived his life overwhelmed. Yet he's the one who wrote. Thanks be to God. He always causes us. Wow! Somebody said, thanks be to God. He always causes me to triumph in every situation. Paul knew that God won't let us face things that we can't handle. Gloria. He knew he was wired up. Touch your sense, I'm wired up. To handle every kind of pressure. Let me tell you this, my friend. You need to stay in faith and you will discover what Paul discovered. You'll discover that you've been designed to withstand any pressure. You will discover that the more the pressure you experience, the more resilient you will become. <laughs> look at what you have come through all the years. Serious, look at what you've come through all these years. But you're still here. Isn't this a testament to the ingenuity of the greater kids, the one who designed my friend, that the enemy can't come up with a scheme to add with the God who designed and created you is obvious. When you look at your life, if you are going to be honest, you're going to say the enemy has used his biggest weapon, but I'm still here. That the enemy can't come up with the scheme to add with the God who designed and created you is obvious. He can't send a storm so powerful to knock your wall down. He can't put so much weight on you, your beams can't handle. Paul said, we are praised on every side, but we are not crushed. What Paul was saying is this, we've seen the worst from the enemy, but we have been designed to withstand every difficult, every challenge. Let me tell you this, our architects, the one who designed and created, took into account all the troubles and the winds that you will come in. He designed and placed in you things to counter the bad breaks, the challenge, the child situation, the work situation, the family situation. He's put in you the courage, the stamina, and everything that you will need to come out victorious in this situation. You've got the endurance to help you to withstand the storm. And if you will just take hold of his strength, if you would just refuse to quit, then you will be surprised how you are going to outlast the precious life. If you don't give up, God is going to amaze. He's going to amaze the critics. He will take you to places that you could never imagine you could go. He will surprise you and all the doomsayers and all the critics and all the doubters around you. God alone belongs the glory, majesty, power, and dominion forever and ever. Did anybody get anything out of tonight? Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Say glory. glory. Say Jesus. Jesus. 
you are watching and you've never invited Jesus into your life as your personal Savior, I want to invite you to give your life to the Lord. Say, Father, I need Jesus and I say, invite him into your life and your life will never be the same again. If you are around Internet, come and visit with us. If you are out of state or out of the country, find a church that teaches the word and be on what just started tonight. Again, Father, we want to thank you for these great people in the house and the people watching online. Completely turn them over to you and ask dear Heavenly Father that the word will germinate and birth in their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Uta. Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.